beautiful downtown Burbank. Oh, hello, Governor Rockefeller. Oh, no. I don't think we could get Mr. Nixon to stand still for a socket to me. Socket to me? <laughs> everybody, this is Randall Wallace, your host for Bridging the Political Gap, and I want to say a very simple thank you for tuning in to our uh, season on uh, Richard Nixon 1972 and the foundation of uh, peace and the 10 days in January uh, shows that start off 1973 as we watched the really the high point of the Richard Nixon presidency, uh, opening China, detente with the Soviets. Uh, getting the, the the salt deal done, the uh, uh, the 1972 campaign and the 49 state uh, win, and then uh, ending the Vietnam War uh, with honor and his second inaugural, and uh, and I I just want to say you know, thank you. We hope you've enjoyed the shows. It's been a tremendous season. Uh, our you know our downloads are really up, and I would like to ask you uh, if you've enjoyed the show. If you're enjoying the, the, the shows that we've been doing, to uh, leave us a review and share the show around. Because if, like me, and I admit to being an advocate for President Nixon, we're going to get into the controversial years next. Uh, 1973, almost as soon as he got out of Vietnam, Watergate blew up. And, you know, I, I, I will tell you, I am not a conspiracy theorist. Uh, my, my opinion of Watergate is basically some guys trying to win an election. It wasn't a great attempt to undermine the Constitution. It was some people trying to win an election who um, overstepped it and did something illegal and got themselves in trouble. And from that point on, every level above the burglars made the situation worse until you get to March of, of 1973, nine months later, when Richard Nixon himself is really filled in. And uh, the events of the smoking gun tape, we're going to go through that, probably really didn't matter that much. It's really just a question of, of whether President Nixon uh, you know, paid the hush money to, uh, for Howard Hunt, okayed that, and and you know really what happened uh, from that point forward as to whether you believe that President Nixon deserved to be removed from office. I don't. You may. It's a, a debatable thing. We're not going to get into some of these more creative theories as to what happened. Uh, I do have an opinion about uh, the Watergate Special Prosecutors Force, and we're going to show you evidence there that will back and support what my opinion is, and we'll get into that next year. But uh, if, like me, you would like to hear President Nixon's side of the story, and you believe that having Richard Nixon's uh, defense out there is important. And I do believe that universally what you'll hear people say is Richard Nixon was a much better man than his detractors would give him credit for. If that matters to you, I hope that you will share 
these coming seasons. Um, get this word out because it's important that people hear that there. Hey, there was another side of this story. You're also going to see how the media works and how the Democratic Party and their allies in the media uh, can uh, uh, frame a situation in the public's eye. Uh, back, especially in the days when there was only three networks and two or three TV uh, uh, newspapers. Uh, and and what we're going to do this is this is going to be three seasons, and you're going to get a preview of those three seasons coming up. They are titled uh, uh, 1973, Enemies at the Gate. And it is a timeline just like what we've been doing. Then we'll go into uh, 1974, and there'll be a series of shows that are going to take you kind of dually from January 1974 to the March 1st indictments of the Watergate defendants. And because this is an in-depth, very complicated story, um, it's, it won't be quite the same kind of timeline as we have been doing. You're gonna, we're going to be going back in time to listen to what happened during the Saturday Night Massacre. Uh, we're going to let talk, some talking heads um, talk to you about their perspective on what was going on, both from the Watergate Special Prosecutor's Office, from the House Judiciary Committee, and from Nixon's side. And we're going to have some documents that have been uncovered only in the past decade that a lot of people don't know about that that are part of a book written by Jeff Shepard, who is uh, the member of Richard Dixon's uh, defense team, who is still living, and he has written three books. I highly recommend those three books. They are kind of the Bible of what we're doing um, over the next 66 episodes. But I'll be reading a lot of documentation into the record for you to, 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 you to listen to and examine. But you can go to shepherdonwatergate.com and look at a lot of this material, or you could buy his books. And I recommend the, the, the books, the, the new one, The Nixon Conspiracy, is a, a, a home run. Uh, the other one is the, the the plot to make Ted Kennedy president and uh, the, the, water, the, the real Watergate scandal. Um, but I recommend those books, but we'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll go in-depth and, and kind of educate people on what is out there and that's new that really does show some misconduct from the judge, some alleged misconduct, I guess, and the behavior of the Watergate special prosecutors and how President Nixon really did not know exactly how to defend himself because he was kept in the dark by a lot of this. And a lot of maneuvering was done to prevent him from being able to defend himself from charges that the Watergate special prosecutors made with no lawyer presence to the grand jury and moving that information to the House Judiciary Committee where uh, his attorney only had peripheral ability to defend him as they moved uh, through, even though it gave them the guy the the ability to say, "Hey, oh no, his attorney was present." In reality, that's not what happened. And Peter Rodino probably, uh, you know, had had his mind made up. I'm not a big fan, and we'll get into that too. But a lot, of, but 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 a lot of there were a lot of good folks on that judiciary committee as well, um, and we'll get into that. It's a complicated story. Then when we get done with that, right there at the indictments, we go back sort of in a timeline. You're going to get to hear the entire Supreme Court audio uh, audio arguments, and you'll see the fall of Richard Nixon uh, as he leaves office on August the 9th. And then we'll cover the pardon, the fall of Saigon, and then the amazing comeback of Richard Nixon uh, through to the end of his life. I think it's a great season. I think it's going to change a lot of what you think about Watergate and a lot of what you think about Richard Nixon himself. And it will at least make you think. And I hope that you will 
review these shows, post your reviews, and share our program so that it can get out because I think it's important that it does. With that, again, thank you for tuning in to this last year as we brought Richard Nixon from uh, his the high point and all that he'd been doing up to 1971 through the end of the Vietnam War uh, in 1972. And we're now we're on the, the doorstep of Watergate and arguably the biggest fall in American history of any major political figure. With that, thank you, and we'll see you in May uh, with 1973, Richard Nixon, Enemies at the Gate, a look at the Watergate scandal. Thank <laughs> you.